but forced. Our top story checks today. Eric Cargo Industries earnings have come in, but also interesting comments as well. Eric Coolish, our Eric Cargo editor, joins us now. Eric, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me on. I'm uh, talking to you from San Antonio today. Good. <laughs> Moving about the country there as well. Uh, so. Uh, as we look at the earnings calls that have come in recently, one of the more interesting stories that uh, I tended to notice uh, in that area was uh, Air Canada in terms of what they've been up to. And, and now they've decided to rescind an order, uh, even though they still say they're still very much on board of, with keeping Air Cargo as part of their portfolio. Yeah, so Air Canada, the largest uh, passenger airline in Canada, they launched a freighter fleet um, maybe a year and a half ago, beginning of basically beginning of 2022 with some converted uh, Boeing 767. So they're still a, in a startup phase. They have about six of those uh, converted freighters, um, and they're going to get another three over the next well this year and, and into next year. So, um, but they had uh, they just uh, announced their earnings, and they had also ordered a couple. Uh, factory built Boeing triple sevens, um, but last month they they said that they were canceling that order and switching them over to some uh, Dreamliners, some larger seven eight seven dash ten Dreamliners, um, and so they ordered about twenty eighteen of those, and two of those were switchovers from those cargo jets. So, in their earnings call this week um, or the other day, last week, their CEO said, "You know, look, we're still committed." To our freighter division to growing it it just wasn't the right time <clears throat> you know we we can't grow that fast you know as everyone knows the market's way down so the the thinking was let's you know pause that or not grow too fast while the demand is waning and and you know they're still kind of operationalizing the entire fleet so i think they realized they got a little ahead of themselves so we'll see if they dip their toes back into the water for those triple uh, sevens so, Eric, of course, Air Canada, a primary passenger airline with a cargo division, and those have not fared super well as far as their cargo-specific earnings have gone so far this earnings season. Delta, American, both doing really, really well on the general side. Their cargo sectors, not so much. Is that a trend that we're expecting to see continue through the end of the year, where they're anticipating a pretty good earnings report, both for full year and for Q4 on their full side of things, but maybe not when it comes to cargo? Yeah, I mean these these airlines are doing gangbusters right now with you know demand just soaring for travel. Their their load factors are in the 90s. They're they're doing really well, you know, record uh, types of profits and revenues. So, but on the cargo side, it's the opposite. Uh, you know, the opposite of the pandemic. Um, you know, we're in the bottom of a trough, and their cargo revenues are all down. You know, in the 30 percent to 35 percent range. And Air Canada, you know, they actually did a little better in their third quarter. They were their cargo revenues were down about 24 percent, citing lower yields and and um, demand. You know, one thing I've I'm looking through some of these earnings, and by the way, Lufthansa just reported today. I've not had a chance to look too closely at that, but it looks like their uh, earnings before their pre-tax earnings looks like they actually went up this quarter from a year ago, um, but I'll dig into that some more. But one thing I'm looking at is that it seems like some of these, some airlines have um, like, and I'm thinking about British Airways and, and some of their sister airlines, their cargo volumes may have actually increased a little bit 
in the third quarter, which is a little different than most, but their their revenues were still down substantially. And, and the explanation there is that the rates are so low compared to a year ago. So even if you have an uptick in some volume, because the third quarter is normally a little busier, the rates and the yields are low and it just, you know, totally wipes that out. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to ask in terms of uh, seeing if there's a narrative. We had uh, uh, um, Joanne Marsh on uh, not too long ago talking about uh, different uh, uh, in ways in which uh, the earnings calls had manifested themselves for different uh, railways. Has there been a singular narrative amongst how air cargo has been uh, doing over the course of this downturn? And obviously not if, if, if you're getting a slight uptick in volumes in, in some areas and obviously a severe drop in others. Yeah, I mean, the narrative has pretty much been consistent, you know, all year. The revenues are down substantially, demand's down. And, you know, like I said, revenues anywhere. I mean, in previous quarters, your revenues were down more in the high 30s to up to 50 to 60 percent for some of the large Asian uh, all cargo or, or combination carriers. So it's 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 been a real hit. So if if revenue declined in the third quarter's in the 30% to 40% range, that would be sequentially a slight improvement. But, uh, um, you know, I'm, I'll be surprised if many airlines see an uptick uh, in volumes in the third quarter, but I'm, I'll be looking for that and trying to see kind of the relationship between that and their cargo yields. So, Eric, let's touch a little bit on Hawaiian Airlines and the addition of Amazon into their option of service as well, because it's added a little bit of a boost to Hawaiian. Can you talk through some of the numbers that Amazon has seen just from this quarter of being involved? Yeah. So, as you know, Hawaiian Airlines just started uh, flying as a contractor for Amazon Air. They received their first Airbus A330 freighter earlier this year, and they operationalized it uh, beginning of October. So basically, they've been flying it for a month, and um, they're going to get uh, over the next year plus another nine, so 10 total freighters they'll fly for Amazon. But so far, just one. Can't really make any judgments yet. Uh, any you know bottom line impact is, you know, you can't even measure it yet. Uh, but they, they like the fact that instead of, you know, having all these startup costs uh, to get off the ground, they're finally getting some revenue. And, and as more of them come on, they'll, um, you know, there'll be a more material impact. But right now, they're, they're just kind of glad to get out of the, the phase where they're just spending money to get ready and now starting to, to slowly make some money. Sir, so we had another story coming out that you did just recently about uh, certain airlines that are looking to go to narrow body freighters uh, and, and I'm thinking that this might be at least some reflection of the economy it is, as it is right now. Obviously, not everybody's jumping to do that. But what can you tell us about going to a narrow body freighter as just as this into, as this happens with Indigo and Air into it? Yeah, um, I mean, the we've talked about before and I've written some articles just that the, the whole freighter market of, of acquiring new airlines, acquiring new freighters, leasing companies, acquiring new freighters, freighters that demand is way down. Um, people aren't ordering that many, as we saw with Air Canada. They're returning some of those before they get them. Um, but there's still this huge backlog of orders from the, the go-go days of the pandemic. So a lot of the conversion shops are still cranking out planes, adding conversion centers to meet demand. And so actually I'm here in San Antonio on a work vacation, but one of the at San Antonio Airport, Airbus uh, has an affiliate 
uh, called ST Engineering, where they actually are doing um, conversions of these Airbus A330 freighters. So might uh, see if I can pay a visit out there, but that's an example of how they're expanding globally um, and using some of these maintenance repair shops, these uh, partners to, to help them do that. Um, in the narrow body sector, yeah, I just noticed it was interesting that Indigo, which is a low cost passenger airline in India, they've started a freighter division late last year. They've got three of these Airbus A321 freighters and just uh, got their third. It's going to be interesting to watch and see if people can recover through the end of the year or if we are expecting a muted start to 2024 as well. Eric, thank you for joining us. Take care, Kaylee. All right, let's move over to the wall for our first care update of the morning.